Hi everyone, welcome back for season two of the EGEOS podcast for the year 2022. We have a very special season this year where we are focusing on carbon capture, storage, and utilization. Carbon capture and storage, referred to as CCS, is the separation and capture of carbon dioxide, CO2, from the emissions of industrial processes prior to release into the atmosphere and storage of the CO2 into deep underground geologic formations. CCS enables the industry to continue to operate while emitting fewer greenhouse gases, making it a powerful tool for addressing mitigation of anthropogenic CO2 in the atmosphere. However, storage must be safe, environmentally sustainable, and cost-effective. Suitable storage formations can occur in both onshore and offshore settings, and each type of geologic formation presents different opportunities and challenges. Geologic storage is defined as the placement of CO2 into a subsurface formation so that it will remain safely and permanently stored. The U.S. Department of Energy, DOE, is investigating five types of underground formations for geologic carbon storage. For example, saline formations, oil and natural gas reservoirs, unminable coal seams, organic rich shales, and basalt formations. In addition to, CCS is sometimes referred to as CCUS, where the U stands for utilization. Enhanced oil recovery, EOR, is the major use of CO2 today. EOR is where CO2 is injected into active oil reservoirs in order to recover more oil. Other possible uses of CO2 include making chemicals or fuels, but they require large amounts of carbon-free energy, making the cost too high to be competitive today. For large-scale implementation of CCS, utilization is projected to use less than 10% of the captured CO2. Thank you for joining us, and this season in 2022, you can expect to hear a wide range of topics related to CCS and CCUS. For example, we will be hosting podcasts that are themed in challenges in CCUS, geologic characterization and site selection, modeling and monitoring of CCS reservoirs, permitting regulations, economics, usage, and legislation. I'm really excited to have you all listening once again this year, and I have two really special guests this morning to kick off our 2022 season. Our first guest is someone that we actually interviewed back in 2021. Her name is Autumn, if you remember her. And um, to start off, could you please tell us about any new career updates since we first met you on uh, your podcast last year? Sure. Um, I'll also say for any new listeners, uh, I am a geologist here at Battelle. I've been with Battelle for eight years now, and my primary focus is on carbon capture, utilization, and storage research projects, uh, or CCUS. Um, so I work on a broad variety of what I think are exciting projects within CCUS. Um, currently, I am heading up what we have dubbed our outreach 
and stakeholder engagement task for our Midwest Regional Carbon Initiative Project, so um, MRCI, which is what this podcast series is all um, working with. Parallel to this, I'm actually also working on my PhD uh, in geology at uh, Miami University, that's here in Ohio. Um, and I'm hoping to finish that up in the next year or two. Uh, and my, my focus is also CCUS related. Uh, and I'm also the technical chair for the upcoming CCUS conference that will be in March in Houston, which is going to be a really exciting event covering many aspects of CCUS. Um, and on top of that, you know, I stay really busy now, uh, but I expect that I'll only get busier as um, uh, the U.S. Department of Energy um, is just announced that we're having about $12 billion more of research funds that are specifically allocated for CCUS projects. Uh, And that's part of this new infrastructure bill that was signed by President Biden back in November. Um, So we're lots of exciting things coming up. That's so awesome, Autumn. I'm so excited for you. And I really um, have enjoyed working with you this past year and getting to know you better. So thank you so much for uh, updating our audience on yourself. You're making huge career strides and I, I can't wait to see what the future will hold for you. We have another uh, new guest joining us. Her name is Joy Frank Collins. How are you, Joy? Thank you so much for joining us. And could you please tell us a little bit about yourself and your career path? Sure. Thanks so much for having me, Rochelle. Um, it's It's kind of funny because uh, when I when I'm in these meetings with a lot of the folks um, with Battelle and and within our energy group and outside um, organizations, I make I make a joke because everybody is a you know a geologist or a scientist or engineer of some sort, and my background is in English and journalism, so um, I'm quite a quite a bit away from um, from what uh, what you typically would see um, at uh, at Battelle and within the energy group, um, but. Um, the reason that I'm here is because I, I come with um, about 20 years of experience in uh, journalism, public relations, marketing, communications, stakeholder relations, those sorts of things. Um, and I primarily focused um, for probably about 15 of those 20 years in um, heavy industry, uh, including metals manufacturing and oil and gas. And so, um, you know, it kind of fits in with uh, with what's going on with uh, with the MRCI, it's fit, it fits in with um, the expanded um, information that we're looking to get out there about CCUS to uh, people within the U.S. and beyond. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining our team. Um, I know I'm really excited to have someone like you. I haven't actually directly worked with uh, a journalism and English major before, so it's it's an honor for me, and I'm constantly learning new things from you every time we have our exchanges. So thank you for that. We very much appreciate well, I learned it. lots from you guys, too. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So for uh, 2022, I think... Uh, Earlier in this podcast, uh, Autumn alluded to it, we have decided to all three of us join forces and to create this uh, podcast that is very specific to carbon capture and educating uh, our scientific community and the general public. So Autumn, why are you passionate about doing a project like this? Oh, yeah, such a good question. Um, I'm going to actually 
take a, a small step back and tell you a little bit about MRCI and then why I'm so excited about it. Yeah, um, yeah so, go for it. So, so I mentioned, you know, I'm, I'm helping with the coordinate the outreach and the stakeholder engagement for MRCI. Um, so this is actually a 20 state region um, that is being co-led by Battelle and the University of Illinois. Um, our primary goal for the project is to promote the acceptance and deployment of CCUS throughout this 20 state region, um, but also across the country, even across the world, as we know that CCUS is not just a, a regional issue, it's a, it's a global uh, issue and global concern. Um, so in addition to this, what we're doing on the project is that we're really working on addressing what we call these key challenges uh, that, that will really help us deploy CCUS on a large scale. Uh, and some of those things include things like improving our understanding of the geologic storage systems, um, collecting and analyzing new data, you know, looking at how to link our prime storage locations to our CO2 sources, evaluating what type of infrastructure is needed to make a project happen. Um, other things like environmental impacts, environmental justice, um, the economics behind things too. So all of the pieces that are mm -hmm. really needed to make a project successful is kind of what is going into this. Uh, and so where I'm coming in, you know, here is how do we communicate that and how do we bring all of the technical and non-technical aspects of a project together and make that accessible to multiple audiences. And I think that's why I'm really excited about a podcast because it mm -hmm. gives us this great opportunity um, to showcase our work and showcase our people and making our, our science and our scientists more accessible. Um, and then piggyback on that a little bit is that I, I really had a great experience working with you before uh, interviewing last year. Um, and that's really, I think, what helped uh, give us the idea of, of pushing a podcast series forward, focusing on CCUS and the concepts and introducing our people uh, to multiple audiences. Awesome. Thank you so much for that. And Joy, what about you? Uh, do you... You've also been a driving force behind this podcast, and why are you passionate about it? Well, you know, I've worked my professional life uh, with with traditional forms of media, and mm -hmm. um, uh, podcasts are really popular. People listen to them uh, when they're driving, when they're working out, when they're grocery shopping. I, you know, I. I think I have like, you know, way more subscriptions than I can ever <laughs> keep up with, you know, and, um, you know, it's a low, low cost to enter into the field of podcasting. Mm -hmm. um, so it means that there are so many different opportunities uh, for people uh, from all levels to talk about things that interest and engage them. Uh, and what we're finding is that there are people who have such such expertise in certain fields like yourself who are starting up these sorts of podcasts and um, it just gives us such an opportunity to talk to people in a way that they want to listen you know mm -hmm. um, podcasts on cl the climate especially are extremely popular right now and only growing in popularity um, people really they just want to learn what's going on with our planet and they want to learn about it from 
people who know what they're talking about. And so um, as a communicator, it, it just seemed very natural. Once Autumn introduced me to you, it just felt very natural to, you know, to team up the MRCI team with the EGOs podcast. And it really, I just feel like it gives us a great opportunity to start a dialogue on concepts like CCUS and, you know, help educate people about it. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. Autumn, what would you specifically like to see or actually hear for our collaboration? Or what are some of the personal goals that you have for this effort? Yeah, well, I think it's really important that people understand what CCUS is, but equally important for them to understand what it isn't. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'd really like to help dispel some of the myths around CCUS. Um, And I think it's going to be really helpful for people to also learn and understand what challenges exist, not just for me, but also for my colleagues as we work to deploy CCUS in multiple communities. Um, So to me, it's all about making the science accessible, Mm -hmm. uh, making the scientists available, and also demystifying the science uh, behind what it is we're really doing. Awesome. That's great. And Joy, what about you? What are some specific personal goals that you would like to see for this effort? Um, Well, I agree with Autumn. Um, Our role, she has very lots and lots of roles within the, the, the broader MRCI initiative, but my role specifically on the team is to really help a wide variety of audiences understand what the initiative is, Um, about CCUS, uh, the role DOE has in in the program. Um, And so for me, truly and honestly, the only goal I have is that if someone learns something every time they tune in, we won. Yeah, absolutely. I really like that as well. That's awesome. Autumn, why are you passionate about podcasts and science communication? I, I could probably talk about that all day. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> but, awesome. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I'm a geologist, but I, I want to say that growing up, I actually never had any geology classes. Mm-hmm. It wasn't part of my curriculum, you know, through um, grade school, through high school. Uh, we, we learned generically about earth science and things like, you know, there's a mantle, there's a core, there's a crust, there's three layers to the earth. Now let's talk about some other things. Um, So I actually didn't know any of the science that I'm using now. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would say even in college, you know, I went to college and started taking these classes and learning about really the fundamentals and the concepts of geology, but I actually never learned about the big issues and about how I could apply these skills to, to actually make a difference. Um, so I, to me, that was the biggest eye-opener when I transitioned from a university into straight to Battelle. Is like, wow, I didn't really realize all these big issues, and I had to kind of get caught up and learn about them. Um, so to me, I, what I think podcasts and, and science communication in general can do is really bring these types of issues to light. Um, and it can really help students and early career folks or even folks that are looking to transition or apply their skills in a new way um, to understand what those big issues are and how you can actually use um, things like geology to help them. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also, you know, want to mention is that, you know, my one great thing about working at Vital is that uh, they have a big focus on education. So that mm-hmm. it was also um, gave me some more opportunities to learn on other ways that science is being communicated. So we do a lot with not just advancing technology, but also focused on STEM education efforts mm-hmm. uh, and really on catering towards uh, the next generation of scientists. Um, So for me, I think it's really vital that this knowledge that we gain through our projects, like I'm our CI, um, is making that accessible to the public, talking about it, as I mentioned, demystifying it, uh, making sure that it's available and understood Mm -hmm. uh, to multiple audiences. Yeah, that's a great answer. Thank you so much for that. Enjoy. I'm sure this is probably a very deep passion of yours, seeing that it was your specialty, but why are you passionate about podcasts and science communication? One of the reasons that um, I've been successful as a communicator, especially working with heavy industry, is that I can take um, high-level concepts uh, that are extremely complicated and I work to break them down to make Mm -hmm. them digestible and easy to understand for the quote unquote regular people out there. Uh, And it actually kind of helps that when I'm working with these sorts of things that I don't have a background in science Mm -hmm. uh, because I'm just like the people we're targeting. I am the person who's listening to the podcast. I'm the person who's reading that article. And if I don't understand it, then I'm going to keep hammering it home and asking why, how, you know, all of those questions until we find that out. Um, and I feel like good communications vehicles like podcasts, like, uh, you know, well done science communications in general, help to educate and further understanding. And that's always the end goal. Mm-hmm. Um, especially right now, uh, as we are hearing more and more about climate science and climate resilience and CCUS and global warming and all of those things that we're, those buzzwords that we're hearing. Um, You know, the mainstream media has now grabbed a hold of those words and they're talking about them more, which is wonderful and it's great. Uh, But if we can't explain it to people so that they understand it, uh, we have a real issue. So that's why this is like such a great opportunity for us. And I hope that there's more science communications like this out there that people can really tune into to learn basic information and dig in if they need to or want to. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. And we really appreciate your expertise on that. Lastly, Autumn, so more specifically on CCUS, what do you think the general public needs to know about your research and how it directly contributes to fostering climate resilience? And I know this is probably a really loaded, complex question, (laughs) (laughs) but if you could sum it up and maybe, you know, just give us a few bullets, um, that would be great. Yeah, uh, a couple of things. I think the first thing that comes to mind is that um, it's also something that I love about working in CCUS is that it's really this this team effort. You know, I, I work with a very diverse group of scientists and and I'm a geologist, but I'm really just one specialty and one, one piece of the puzzle that's needed to make CCUS successful. Uh, so I work with other geologists, with chemists and engineers, uh, economists, people that that look to better understand like the policy um, and enjoy working on how to communicate uh, the outcomes of our projects. Uh, So really it's like this broad 
variety and range of backgrounds and knowledge bases that make CSUS exciting for me, but also what will make it a feasible technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for folks that are new to CSUS, I, I really like to make that known is that it's, it's a true collaboration across multiple sciences, multiple um, backgrounds that will make this happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and the sh- switch gears just a little bit is just that it's not it's not just about um, CSUS, but but there's actually a lot. It's part of I think the bigger solution for something like reducing our carbon emissions. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, and it's not something that's going to ho- happen overnight. And it's not something that um, it's the only um, solution to the problem. There's a lot of other technologies, a lot of other things going on that will really help us uh, reduce our, our footprint and work towards a more carbon friendly, energy resilient future. Um, but that, because that's really what we're trying to accomplish. Um, and, and it's not as easy as switching a flip, uh, flipping a switch, sorry, mm-hmm. <laughs> as well. It's just, you know, we're not going to, we're not going to be able to end, you know, fossil fuels overnight. We're not going to uh, be able to switch 100% to renewables. It's it's going to be a stepping stone. It's going to be a collaboration. Uh, we have a high energy demand. It's going to continue to to grow. And the best way that we can do is figure out how we can manage that energy de- demand and reduce our footprint at the same time. Um, and so to do this, I think also a big part of CCUS is working with um, oil and gas industry. Um, they recognize that there is an issue. They recognize that they can be part of that solution. And they're actually actively trying to be part of that solution. They support CCUS research. Uh, they invest in CCUS projects. They're leading CCUS projects. Um, and then, as I mentioned earlier, we have this, you know, government support, uh, the federal government also recognizes this as well. Um, so we're going to see a lot of um, spending, a lot of new projects, uh, a lot of collaborations between academia and industry uh, in the future. Uh, and just just like uh, the team we have on our MRCI project, uh, we are really working to further the acceptance and deployment of CCUS, and it's going to take all of us really working together as a team to foster the climate resilience. Awesome. That was so wonderful. Autumn, thank you for that and all your responses and joy. Thank you. Thank you everyone for listening in and please tune in to hear more coming up. This podcast is funded by the Midwest Regional Carbon Initiative, which is a structured five-year program funded by the U.S. Department of Energy. It is co-led by Battelle and the Illinois State Geologic Survey. This initiative works to connect science, technology, and research to advance CCUS acceptance and deployment in 20 states across the Midwest, Mid-Atlantic, and New England regions of the United States.